The Larry Hardesty Show on 98.7 ESPN. This is going to be, and Jay Bromley will join us next hour, the former Giant. We'll talk about the, the Giants and some of the Saturday football that we've got going. And then later in the show, in the 5 o'clock hour, we'll hear from Steve Popper, who covers the New York Knicks for Newsday. We'll talk a little Nick basketball later in the show. But when you expect, when you look at what the Giants have been able to do and how many pundits thought that this was a team that maybe would win, what, two, three games? With a win today, they will win their ninth game of the season. It would be 9-5-1 and one if they win today. And Detroit is giving them a playoff spot <laughs> with their no-show performance in Carolina. What is going on with the Panthers, huh? They act like they want to play. So give the Giants some credit. So we'll keep you updated on that and some of the scores in the National Football League on the Saturday, which is kind of like Sunday, right, because of Christmas Day tomorrow, and that's NBA Day, but there are some games tomorrow. As well. But we begin with the New York Jets. And the Jet fans are like, oh, God, Larry, do you have to talk about the Jets? Do you have to talk about Zach Wilson? Do you have to talk about what has happened with this team? This is a team that a couple of weeks ago, ladies and gentlemen, we were waxing poetic about. This is a team that a couple of weeks ago we thought was definitely headed to a good shot at the playoffs. This is a team that nationally had started to get some exposure, gaining some respect about how they were able to perform, especially on the defensive side of the football, and that Robert Sala had turned some things around. This was a Jet team that was going into a little easier part of the schedule because they had withered through and fought through a tougher part of the schedule. This was a Jet team that, despite what people thought, was once again, as I mentioned, prominent nationally because of what they were able to do defensively, primarily. It was about the Jet defense. It was about the Jets running game. And oh, by the way, they're winning despite Zach Wilson. But nobody was really talking about Zach Wilson because they were winning. And there was some concern once Brees Hall went down, like, uh uh-oh, now Zach Wilson's going to have to do a little bit more. The Jets have hit a skid. From five and two, they are now seven and eight. They don't look like the same team. The defense that wasn't really giving up a bunch of big plays is still playing well. They're just not playing as well as they played earlier. And the Jet defense is on the field a lot. And the Jet defense is starting to play a little sloppy. Tackles are not, they're not wrapping up tackles. And they allow Jacksonville to go on a 96 yard drive. That is just not what you expect from the Jets' defense this year. The offensive line has been pedestrian at best over the past couple of games. 
which is why they're not being able to run the ball the way they ran the ball previously. Aside from the fact that teams are just putting a bunch of people in the box and they're saying, all right, Zach Wiltz is the quarterback. Let him beat us in the air. We don't think he can. Even though Mike White provided a spark for the team, nobody is even sure that he is the quarterback of the future. Okay? Because of the fact that is he a, you know, they played Minnesota, one of six in the red zone. Yes, I know Braxton Barrios dropped the pass. I get it. And so, you know, the things could have been different. But nevertheless, last night against Jacksonville had to be, for Zach Wilson, the lowest point of his career thus far. Zach Wilson, 9 of 18 for 92 yards and an interception. Sacked three times for a loss of 21 yards. Was replaced in the third quarter by who is arguably the fourth string quarterback in Chris Strebler. Who gave them a spark on the first drive, but then obviously you knew he wasn't going to throw the ball that much, so then that stopped. After the game, Robert Sala indicated that Strebler was brought in because they had a package of plays in case they were having trouble running the football that Strebler would be able to run kind of a wildcat situation. But come on, Jet fans, football fans, you and I both know that that is partially true. And I think Robert Sala told you how he operates with the media when he was on the Michael K show a couple of weeks ago. And he said to them, I will never lie to you, but I might be a little vague. (laughs) And I appreciated his honesty. And my translation was, yes, in this this manner, yes, Chris Strebler, we had a package of plays for him to run. Yes, we did. And that's why he was put in. But ladies and gentlemen, here's what you and I both know. That with the Jets desperately needing this game against Jacksonville, that if those package of plays were important, those package of plays and Chris Strebler would have probably been brought in in the first half because they weren't moving the football. And you needed a spark. And you could have gone back, you could have went back and see what, you know, gone back and forth with the two quarterbacks. To further illustrate my point is that Strebler never left the game after that, despite being ineffective with the pass play. Translation, Zach Wilson was replaced by a fourth-string quarterback in the game last night. Now, I don't know what the Jets are going to do going forward. I would think it would be very hard for him to be able to come back and play any more this season as the Jet quarterback. I don't know. I don't know. I don't see how you can do it. I don't know if you can move forward with him as the Jet quarterback going into next year. Because he was the number two overall pick, I would suspect that he will be back next season on the roster with an opportunity 
to win a position as the starting quarterback. I don't think the starting quarterback for the Jets in 2023 is on the roster right now. I just don't. They will have to go out and get a veteran quarterback. Maybe he can, maybe Zach Wilson can be salvaged because once again, he is a number two overall pick. And I can't believe that he doesn't know how to play football. I keep hearing, and I had the chance to chat with Dan Olofsky when Gordon and I pinch hit it for the guys on the K show Wednesday. And Olofsky said he is broken mentally and has no confidence. So you can't trade him. So the only thing you can try to do, if you have that option in his third year, is this offseason to try to build him up, work with him as much as possible, get him back to where he, he has been or was when you decided to draft him, and then make him fight for a competition to be your starting quarterback next season. That's all you can do. If he doesn't handle that, then you have to cut bait and let him go. But the disappointing thing for me watching him, and I was excited in the sense of, from a story standpoint, right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm excited from the sense of how does he respond from being not benched but inactive for a couple of weeks, right? Here's the opportunity for him to come back. Here's the opportunity for him to take his number one quarterback spot, starting quarterback for the Jets, back from Mike White, whom he only got because Mike White was hurt. And if Mike White had been able to play a little bit, Zach Wilson would still have been on the sideline. So I wanted to see, okay, here's your opportunity. Show me what you've got. Show me what you've learned. Show me what you've been working on. Because that's all we heard, right? He's working on this. He's getting better. He's doing this. He's doing that. And when he came back, you don't see you don't see much difference. Yes, I know the offensive line has not been great. As exhibited by the fact that that's how Mike White got hurt. <laughs> because the offensive line has not been great over the past couple weeks. But yet and still, the things that you saw, the, the competency of running an offense, being able to throw, to throw with touch, you don't see that from Zach Wilson. You just don't. And so going forward for the rest of the season, I mean, you've got 10 days. I would think that Mike White will be ready to go in 10 days when they face Seattle. And he will finish the season if he's healthy and can stay healthy. And then the offseason speculation of where does Joe Douglas and the Jets find a veteran quarterback? And do they cut bait with Zach Wilson or what do they do? Because right now, he can't play for the Jets. He can't play. He just can't. 1-800-919-3776. We'll hear from Zach Wilson. We'll hear from Michael LaFleur. We'll hear from you next on 98.7 ESPN. The Larry Hardesty Show on 98.7 ESPN. 776. Brian's in Jersey. Brian, start us off on the Larry Hardesty Show. Uh, Merry Christmas, brother. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Brian, to you and yours. What you got for me, partner? Yeah, so, you know, so I'm, I'm having a hard time with what you were saying about Zach. And and it's not just you, you know. 
So mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot of the, the people on the network and on the radio station with the phrase of, you know, Zach Wilson is a, is a second-round pick, dot, 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 right? Like, that implies a lot of privilege. Like, why do they have to hang on to him just because he's a second-round, second overall second pick? Second overall pick, yeah. Thank you. Sorry about that. Second mm-hmm. overall pick. If you already know that he's not that great, like, because I kind of applauded the Jets, and I'm a Jets fan, obviously, um, for what they did, you know, to try to salvage their season because they just saw it. And and I am one of those people, not for nothing, that I just wasn't feeling feeling him like that. Like, mm. the game just looked too fast for him. Not mm. that I would know what that looks like because I'm not an athlete, right? right? But it was just something about him where, for me, it was like, he's not that special. You know, I wanted him to be, but I, I just don't understand why people keep saying that, that he's entitled to be on the roster because of, uh, you know, his draft status when clearly – you know, it's not that. It's not all of that, man. Thanks for uh, taking the call, brother. No problem, Brian. And and let me explain my my point of view on it. It's not that he's entitled. It's that when you when you draft that high, and you've seen something that you believe that he would be able to run your offense. As I was just talking with uh, Joe Leo during the break. It's hard for me to believe, and I'm not a quarterback whisperer or quarterback coach or anything like that. I just don't believe he's as bad as he's playing right now. He's playing worse than he did last year. I don't believe he's that bad. I've seen him play better. Now, it's been in spurts. It's been maybe on a drive or so. Maybe it's been on a couple of plays. But I've seen him play better. And so I'm looking at this and I'm saying he needs to just step away. Okay, and during this offseason, I just believe the Jets are going to bring him in with another veteran quarterback and have him fight it out. If he can't make it, then I believe they'll make a decision at that point. Either they'll trade him, there might be somebody with uh, that feels that they can fix him or do something with him, or maybe it's somebody that feels that, well, they, the Jets aren't exactly working with him the way they should be working with him and so on and so forth. I can fix him, whatever the reason is. And the other part of this, Brian, is just being fair. And you know this as a Jet fan. They have not had a good record of developing quarterbacks. They just haven't. So I don't know how much of this is him, how much of it is them, and how much of it is the two of them not being, the Jet coaching staff and and quarterback staff not being able to identify how to make him better. I don't know if they if they figured that out yet. Like, when you look at Daniel Jones, and by the way, Vikings up 17-13 in the fourth. You look at what Daniel Jones has been this year, and the biggest knock on him was turning the football over and everything. Well, what Brian Dayball and the staff have done is they've put him in positions where they don't ask him to do stuff he can't do. They're not asking him to sit back there and throw the ball down the field. Like, hey, they don't have they don't have consistent receivers to make big plays. They have, they have receivers who have played well for them in the scheme and what they've done. But they don't have big play receivers. All right? So they've been it really it, – it's been – and he does a nice job with the plays. Like, you see him marching down the field right now. He does a nice job with the kids James and Hodgkins. They've, they've, done, they've played well. But he doesn't have the talent that, that what the Jets have. He doesn't have those type of receivers over there. He's got good receivers who are running their routes and doing what they're supposed to do. But they don't ask Daniel Jones to do what he can't do. 
And I don't know. I don't know whether the Jets are asking Zach Wilson to do what he can't do because here's the other thing, Brian. When he's running around the field, he looks like a different quarterback. He looks like a different quarterback. If he could, if you roll him out, if you had a just from what you've seen of him, if you had a bunch of plays where he was just rolling out, he would be a more comfortable quarterback because that's what he knows. And you know, I think Buddha, who calls the show all the calls the station all the time, said it best when he said because maybe he doesn't maybe he doesn't feel comfortable standing in the pocket, whatever it is, or maybe it's that. If I roll out, I got more time to see what's going on down the field. If he's having, having trouble seeing the field, then that's an issue. So once again, it's fundamentals. It's not planting the back foot. It's doing things, you know, that quarterbacks know to do to make sure that they get the job done. He just doesn't do it. When he panics or there's a pressure and the clock speeds up in his head, the footwork is gone. And it's tough but you have to try to keep that footwork going. Now, this is not from having played quarterback because I never have, but this is from covering quarterbacks and talking to coordinators and talking to coaches and players over the years. That's what they tell me is, is what you have to do. And unfortunately, he's not been able to get that done. And that's part of the reason why he is so inconsistent. It's part of it. His fundamentals are awful. His fundamentals are not good. And he has trouble reading the field. Even in a West Coast offense where it's like, you know, it's it's one, two, hit, hit it. You know, even in that situation. It's it's just it's amazing to me. And like I said, I still don't believe Zach Wilson is as bad as he's played. He can't be. He can't be that bad. He can't be. If you want to relive some of those special moments on the Michael K show, here's an opportunity on how you can get that done. It's very simple. You can catch the unplugged segments on the ESPN New York app. Just download the free ESPN New York app, scroll down to the unplugged tile and enjoy episode one live. Now it's brought to you by Jack pocket, play official state games, like you know, play official state lottery games, like Powerball and mega millions on your phone. Download the Jack Pocket app and get your first Mega Millions or Powerball ticket free using code ESPN. Must be 18 or older to play. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY. More of your calls next on 98.7 ESPN. The Larry Hardesty Show on 98.7 ESPN. And DJ Chantel, who's handling the Christmas music for you tonight on our Christmas Eve, think of it as a little get-together. You know, talks amongst yourselves. Chat, chat with us, talk a little sports, watch some games while you're listening, you know, wrap some presents, doing all, all the stuff you do while, while you're with us here on 98.7 ESPN. Let's go back to the phones. 1-800-919-3776. Spike is in St. Pete. Hey, Spike. Well, first of all, Merry Christmas. Have a great Christmas Eve. And you just described exactly what I'm doing. And I want to personally thank you and, and, and everybody we call uh, just for keeping us company and going through the banter and the arguments and the pros and cons. It's it's really good. Uh, sometimes I don't think, I know you do, but some don't appreciate, especially for some of us, how important you are. And uh, it's just a lot of fun and you make it really easy. So stay well, stay healthy. Thank you, Scott. Now, I appreciate that. Uh, 
I'm watching the Giant game. Uh, you're right about Brian Dable. Uh, they, they keep him. They, they have him under control, meaning that he's not doing stupid things anymore. He certainly has limited talent. Uh, he's doing the best he can. They're in contention. This is a good management team. And as far as the Jets, listen, if everybody were to listen to Buddha, you know, I feel bad for Buddha and I and all the others, you know, that call and all the hours of diehard Jet fans. But Buddha calls it right. You know we're friendly, and I'm not trying to pump him up anymore. He doesn't need that. But he nailed it right away. And the first thing he said many, many months ago was the kid's too small. The yeah. fact that he looks 15 is another thing. But uh, he's not picking it up, Larry. And I don't think it really, you know, taking a big chance saying he can't be, he can't be, he has to be a little better. He has to be. You can't be that bad. And some of that's on the coach. It really is. So I'll leave you with this. Just stay safe, be well. And since it's me, I'll be real brief. I'll talk to you about this Monday. Don't get bothered by that next loss too badly last night. There's a, there's a lot behind it, yep. and McBride should have been on the court to take some of the pressure off of Brunson. But we'll talk about that next week. So stay safe. Enjoy my best to you and your beautiful family. I appreciate that, Spike. Thanks for the phone call. 1-800-919-3776. Alex is in the Garden State. What's up, Alex? Hey, how's it going, pal? Thank you for Everything's taking my going. call. Um, I, I agree with you. And I disagree with you. I'll okay. tell you what, I, where I disagree. I disagree that you're saying he can't be that bad. Oh, that I think bad. he is. And I think Alex. we're all witnessing it. <laughs> he can't you know? be that bad. I think that, that, you know, but I do agree with you in the fact that, you know, the Jets haven't really been, you know, in the past, the guys to groom a quarterback. I understand that. I Listen, I watch a lot of football and a lot mm-hmm. of Jet games in my life. I saw them. Uh, take away all of Mark Sanchez's weapons you know, took from a team that went to two AFC championships, and they turned a, a slightly above-average quarterback, in my opinion, to a poor quarterback. Mm. You know, but that's not the case here. You know, they've given him, uh, the, they've drafted weapons for him. They drafted the line. You know, you have so much talent on that team. When it wasn't Brees Hall, you know, when he was playing, you know, you have Garrett Wilson, the two tight ends. They brought in his own private uh, quarterback coach and put him on the payroll. I think they've done everything possible to, for this kid, and he just keeps progressing. So in my humble opinion, I think they owe it not only to the fans but to the players that if Mike White is ready to go, and even if playoffs aren't really possible, to at least at a minimum try to win the last two games and come out with a winning season for a change and evaluate Mike White to see if possibly he could be the guy. You know, maybe not, but if he's not, this is his chance to evaluate him, not to – you know, not on Zach Wilson anymore because nobody wants him. The fans don't want him. The team doesn't want him. For God's sake, they're wearing the T-shirt of, of the, the guy who backed him mm-hmm. up the same week that he backed that he took his spot. Yep. You know? Yep. So, so I hear what you're so, saying, Alex. I hear what you're saying. Thanks for the phone call. Look, I, here's the bottom line. If Mike White is healthy, Mike White is playing. We understand that. My thing is if, Zach, if Mike White isn't healthy, you 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 have to go with Wilson. I don't think you're gonna go with Chris Strebler. You're not gonna do that. So you have to go with Zach Wilson. You got to try them try them back out there. But it's understood. If Mike White is healthy, Mike White's going to play. If Mike White was healthy, he'd have played last night. They will they will find a doctor <laughs> to get him ready to go for Seattle. And they do and and he's got ten extra days. So that also helps. And he'll be limited in practice probably during the week, and he and Zach Wilson will split the reps just in case he's unable to go, and then obviously they'll take it from there. But, no, I hear what you're saying, and I, and I know the fan base is done with him. I know they are. I, I hear their displeasure 
I heard a lot of their displeasure on Thursday night. No, they're done with him. I understand, and I understand why they're done with him. They're done with him because he doesn't produce. Sports is about production, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't produce, you're going to be booed. So we have this, and there's been a lot of that discussion about teams and players in New York. Oh, the fans, the fans boo. How do you boo Aaron Judge after he hits 62 home runs? How do you do this? How do you do? It? Because it's about production. And 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 the New York fan is 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 a fan that's they are really fan is short for fanatic, and that's what we are. We hold our athletes accountable probably more than anywhere else. At least it seems that way, right? And so he hasn't produced. And once again, the fact that he was the number two overall pick means that we expected him to produce at least something. Look, every quarterback does not start out like a house of fire. You get that? Every quarterback is not the same. Every quarterback is not Andrew Luck or, you know, RJ or, 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 or Griffin or, you know, other players who have been able to come in and start right away. Even Patrick Mahomes sat behind Alex Smith, okay, to gain that experience and go forward. So everybody is not, everybody doesn't have the same experience. Everybody doesn't have the same talent level. But nevertheless, when you're the second overall pick, you are expected that we see some improvement upon your production. And we didn't see that. If anything, it's going it's going in reverse. So that's the frustration that you see here. That's the frustration. And for Joe Douglas and his staff, can you imagine? They're watching Zach Wilson, and they're like, what is going on? This is not the kid we saw on tape. This is not the kid we saw. This is not the kid we scouted. This is not the kid we spoke with. This is not the kid we recruited. This is not the same quarterback. That's why I say he can't be this bad. Can't be. Lack of confidence has made him worse. And we talk about the offensive line. Let's, let's be honest. The offensive line has been a work in progress for a number of years now. And because of injury, it's gotten worse this year. But what the quarterback can control, what the QB can control, and you guys know that's how I, that's how I look at quarterbacks predetermining where you're going, being able to look off defenders, being able to extend plays, running just enough so that you don't lose yardage if you can't. What you can control. A softer touch. Okay, understanding that the receiver is like six yards away. No, I can't soft toss it. But I also can't throw it like I'm throwing a 50-yard bomb down the, down the field on a go route. And I'm leading the receiver. I can't do that either. That's what it's about. And to make your point about Mike White, listen, Mike White is a free agent at the end of the year. So if he has a chance to play, the Jets have a decision to make. Has he done enough to say he, he is your starter going forward? I don't know. Because, see, the other side of this is the same thing that you have with Zach Wilson. He gets hurt a lot. He's, he's, he's not available all the time either. And I get quarterback, there's injuries. I understand. But when you're looking for a guy to lead your team, when you're looking for a person to that you are guaranteed that's going to be in there, that you're building your – that you're turning your franchise over because the quarterback is the face of your franchise. 
and you expect them to be that person that leads you to hopefully a Super Bowl, you got to be on the field. You got to be available. Listen, Lamar Jackson, past couple of years, not been available. He's got a contract coming up, and that's going to guarantee you that's going to influence and is compromise some of his leverage about the contract he would get. When he's on the field, he's tremendous. Dual threat. But he's not there a lot. And that's a concern. That's a concern. And so if you're the Jets and you're trying to go forward and you're trying to figure out what's happening and who's going to be that person, injuries have to be taken into an account. And I get it. You have a veteran quarterback. They could be injured too. Then what do you do? But for right now, with the with the Jets situation, where their defense, and listen, it's got to be, they're going to have to uh, make some changes there too, make some adjustments and add some depth. Okay, defense is is really good, but they've got to make some adjustments and add some depth as well. But when your defense is at the caliber and the level that this Jet defense is, okay. Uh, you have to have just some kind of offense would be a godsend for you. Just some kind of offense. Some kind of offense. 1-800-919-3776. We'll come back and take more of your calls next on 98.7 ESPN. The Larry Hardesty Show on 98.7 ESPN. Anthony in Jersey. Anthony, you're next on the Larry Hardesty Show. Hey, Larry. How you doing, man? Happy holidays. Thank you, Anthony. Same to you and yours. I uh, just wanted to uh, kind of piggyback off what you were saying before. Uh, you mentioned Lamar Jackson. Um, I'm a Ravens fan. Okay. Um, but I live in Jersey, so I'm around Jets and Giants football all the time. And I just wanted to make a point that I really don't I, – I, if I was a Jets fan, I would believe in this coaching staff and this GM um, – I think they just got kind of unlucky with drafting Zach Wilson. I think he had a lot of promise, but, you know, it's just not panning out. I think a lot of uh, where the Jets are right now is his his fault, you know, even though that the coaching staff, you know, they were young and they're going to go through growing pains as well. But I think it's pretty clear that Zach Wilson is not the answer for the Jets. And I also don't think that Mike White's the answer for the Jets either, just because, I mean, again, I'm a Ravens fan. And uh, I love having Lamar Jackson as my quarterback because he's special. Like, if I was a Jets fan, I would want my quarterback to be special. And I really don't think that there's anything special about Mike White. So I think this, um, you know, this regime just has to kind of go into next year, figure something out, maybe, uh, I don't know, trade some draft picks or something to get, get, get uh, you know, where those quarterbacks are going to be in the draft and kind of reset. I mean, it sucks, but... Um, you know, I think that that's really their only best bet to get this team where, where it needs to be. Thanks for taking my call, Larry. Happy holidays. It, Thank you. Same to you and yours. I hear what you're saying, and that's something they may have to do, but they need – they. a couple of things. You, your coach and your defense – well, the defense is ready now to be a, play, a playoff defense. And once again, they'll get better, add a couple of more pieces, more experience. They'll get better. They're pretty good now. They'll get better. That's number one. Number two, I agree with you on the coaching staff, and sometimes we forget that when you have a first-year head coach and a first-year coordinator, 
on both sides of the ball that it 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 can be an issue. It's learning and growing pains for for everybody. I mean, just the fact that I mean, listen, Robert Sala had two timeouts, okay, and and almost went home with them. I mean, you know, come on, you have to do a better job. So, you know, from that standpoint, everybody's growing, but this is a win business, and Robert Sala understands that he's got to, this team. And everybody talks about it. Has not made the playoffs in over a decade. Okay, over a decade. And now it looks like they won't make it, so the streak is going to continue. They're the longest team in the NFL who's not made the postseason. All right, and and I'll, Joe. I didn't want to. I just wanted to limit the NFL, Joe. I was trying to make you feel better, but okay. In sports. Okay, in sports, it's a long time. And there's a lot of bad teams in sports that have made the playoffs as the Jets have. Okay, so for them, they got to get on the horn and they got to find a way to, they've got to get a quarterback. Okay, and listen, I get it. There's not a lot of good ones around. That's what, And everybody's looking for one. <laughs> and there's only a handful of special quarterbacks. And everybody else, you scheme and you get a competent quarterback that just doesn't make mistakes and you have a chance to win. You do. Once again, I'm not picking on him. Daniel Jones is not a special quarterback. But he's a quarterback that's done a nice job and he gives his team a chance to win every single week. And that's why they're, that's why they're in the playoff hunt. Still. Despite having less talent than the Jets. They've got less talent than the Jets have. I mean, come on, let's be honest. Certainly offensively. Certainly offensively. Receivers? Jets have better receivers and tight ends than the Giants do. But they find ways to win. Let's go back to last night. Let's hear from Zach Wilson. After being pulled, after not moving the team, he was asked, is it tough to stay positive? Yeah, man, it's tough, and I'm working my way through it, but I got to be optimistic here. You know, I believe in myself regardless of what anybody else does, and I'm just going to go to work and, and show these guys how much I care about them on this team, and, and this season's not over for us, and I'm going to, you know, just do everything I can and control what I can. All right, Zach, what went wrong out there? You know, I just felt like I um, didn't have any rhythm out there, you know, just trying to find some confidence out there on the field and just, you know, just find something to get us going, a little spark, and couldn't get anything there, man, and and – you know, I had opportunities, and I got to be able to connect on those. And uh, we're going to go back and watch it. And, you know, I'm sure coaches will detail it up and stuff for us. But, you know, right now the feeling is I just got to put my head down and just try and get better, you know, for these guys. And, you know, that's kind of my message to them out there is, you know, I'm trying to give them everything I got. I'm trying to lay it out there for you guys. And, and it's not good enough, and I got to put them in a better position. The Larry Hardesty Show on 98.7 ESPN.